I can try that. Yeah, you better fucking try. Ah, I gotta light up a fucking joint. Yeah, no, uh, where was I? That's right, I was I was lighting this up. Yep. Yep. Now I would love to hear how you would respond to this situation if you were in this person's shoes. Let's get into it. Good evening, Mr. White. Good evening, Mr. Kerrigan. And welcome to episode nine of the Broken Home Podcast. Well, I got that water. Filtered water. Oh, shit. You ain't fucking around. That's that glacier specific. No, I'm not a tap guy like you. I I just think it's a waste of a cup to get a glass of water. Dude. That's why I'll just use the fucking tap. If I'm not going to use a cup in my own home, I'm not going to fucking dirty a cup in yours just for water. I mean, I don't even really dirty glasses or anything around here because I got my trusty water bottle that I keep refilling. I'm very conscientious about other people and making them have to do the dishes. If you got a clean countertop, I'll just eat my whole dinner right off your fucking counter too. Just to save the dishes. Just to save you the dishes. Because I'm thinking about you and your time. Okay. (laughs) Well, what about, you know... You're drinking straight from the tap, and it's a known fact that there's lead in the water. Yep. We got uh, <laughs> special delivery from the city. Exactly. I, I've also received the special delivery of water filtration. It, it's in my fridge, always with cold water. And I got a Brit in there as well. I drink a, a shit ton of water. I and... couldn't be fucked. I could not fucking bother with it. For one thing, that filtration system they gave us mm-hmm. piece of junk Why? you know you go to a pawn shop you'll find something better than that it takes over two hours to filter what two liters dude it's gotta do the job yeah and, but and it... I, I don't got patience for that bullshit i'll just <laughs> i'll risk it when it comes to lead poisoning slow and steady wins the race if you die because of lead poisoning well then that's just the lord telling you welcome home well, I wonder how even like how much of it comes out through the filtering. Like, is the filter know. is it all a big scam? Well, no, it's a charcoal filter. I always let the tap run for I don't know. I give it about a courtesy five second. That don't do shit, dude. I I even fucking have filtered water in my ice trays. I I don't fuck around with it because I mean, why would I have filtered water and then in unfiltered ice cubes? That wouldn't make much sense at all, would it? No, but I think that's going a little bit overboard. You're not in Mexico. You're not getting the hep from the water. Hey. But I ain't going to tell you how to live your life. Don't tell me how to drink my water. (laughs) I I know the difference. I was a tap man before. You were a tap man? Yeah, I was a tap man. I was a tap man, and then I went from tap to the fridge when it had a water dispenser in the fridge with, like, the ice water combo on the Mm -hmm. side of the fridge. Yep. And then I went from that to, to Brita and then, yeah, to whatever the fuck the city sent us. Yeah, man. I just find it all a big waste of time for everybody involved. But yet I'll drink from a hose. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'll even drink from a hose on a warm day, too. I'll get that warm hit first. Yeah, oh, that first fucking shot of warm water that's been sitting in the Of the hose. season. Of the <laughs> season, even. I'll oh. take it. <laughs> you know, you got that rust color sitting in the hose fucking since last summer. Yeah, it's been <laughs> no. left out all winter, frozen <laughs> in the hose, and then thawed yeah. out. I'll take a splash right to the fucking, to the kisser. I'll wake you up in the morning. It'll put hair on the newts or <laughs> take the hair off your newts <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the place you're living now you, do, you don't even have an outside hose no it's a piss off i never realized how much i needed an outdoor hose until i didn't have a fucking outdoor hose you didn't respect it when you had it nope i did not respect it i took it for granted mm-hmm. i abused my hose you know i would just leave it uncoiled on the ground I'd call it a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let the dogs piss on it. Whatever. They probably did. And uh, now that I don't have one, I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm really feeling it. You know how many fucking milk jugs and trips back and forth to the sink it is just to water the garden these days? What, uh, <laughs> what kind of substantial garden do you have there? Well, we do the front along the house. It's not that big, but maybe about... 15 feet long in the back we got the wild onion there we got some flowers we have uh oh i don't know what the hell they're called they're, they're, they're big fucking plants big fucking plants big fucking leaf the big fuckers <laughs> <laughs> not like a fern uh, it could be a fern that starts with an h the hibiscus hibiscus <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind yeah me too hibiscus yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, we got some plants. All right. No marijuana plants growing in your backyard? I mean, I know know you don't smoke it, but... It would be just a waste. I can't handle it. You can grow it for me. I don't have I guess I could. (laughs) That's true. But then you got to deal with the dog pissing on it. Then one of those idiots are going to eat the plant one day, and they're going to fucking freak out in the house. (laughs) It would be a disaster. That's true. Yeah, so what's new in your life? It's a, a very conflicting feeling. On one hand, I'm proud of her. On the other, it's making me feel old and it, it renders a wrinkle of worry upon my brow. My 17-year-old daughter is moving out on her own. That's yep. huge. Well, not on her own, I mean. She's moving in with three other girls into a home. Mm -hmm. and i don't know if any of these girls drive i don't know if they have steady employment because criminal records you could be a good person have a criminal record (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) but uh my my daughter works half the time she's in school half the time she's working you know so i know she works hard and at, at 17 years old you're only making minimum wage and she's only getting probably like 30 hours for two weeks because she can only work after school and on the weekends. Mm. And I'm just worried that she's going to end up having to cover the rent for one of these other roommates, something like that. Like she's going to feel like that she's financially obligated to take care of some of these other kids because, mm. cause she's mothery. She's very mothery. And I don't know how, why or how she picked that up. But she's always been like that, even with her brothers and sisters. She's always mothered them. 
well, I wonder uh, her roommates, like what their families are like. Like uh, some of those lucky kids that I knew growing up that had it all paid for. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, here, we'll buy you a car. You can go off, do your own thing. There's your place. How could they all move in together if they never had any means of paying the rent or, or any job? I mean, they, they have to have they have to have some kind of plan. I hope they got a fucking plan. And I told her, I hope that you guys get along real good because the four of you living in an apartment together, mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking kill each other. Yeah, you know how to how to break uh, break a friendship. Live together. Yeah. That's not you- true though. That, not for every case, but. When you get into multiples of like four people living together, that it gets a little crazy, and then you have friends coming by, and another person's bringing friends by, and yeah, it it becomes a shit show. Yeah. It becomes a party shack. One person has to go to work in the morning, and everybody's up partying, smoking crack, doing whatever. <laughs> It'll it's gonna piss somebody off. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds so familiar. Why? What happened to you? <laughs> 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 well, we we were in that very situation. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we weren't seventeen. I mean, no. we were in our, our early twenties. Yeah. But, Why don't yeah. you enlighten the listeners as to what took place? Well, we met working at the same company, and I I helped uh, get you a promotion into management with this company, mm-hmm. and. Then we ended up being on separate shifts and working two days on and two days off. So whenever I had my days off, you were doing your two days on. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up moving in with a buddy. We moved into a house beside uh, a well-known bar. (laughs) That just so happened to have $2 draft nights. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was uh, one of the worst living situations I think I ever had living in this house the guy that i moved in with was everything was cool like we were really good friends and everything um everything was fine until i I I showed up no 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 not (laughs) yet but like everything was was actually really good the living situation was fine until uh i I realized that his um i don't know his sanity is held together from his girlfriend who had dumped him he was he went straight and was doing you know he wasn't partying or anything when he was with this girl and then when yeah he was sober he was sober when i met him yeah and and then she left and uh and then he went back into some bad times and uh ended up throwing parties with uh all kinds of just a ton of idiots coming up coming by the house and uh, you happen to be one of those idiots. <laughs> so I'm trying to get some sleep because I have to work in the morning. And you're at my house. And I mean, it was a sizable house. It was a big house. It was a big ass house. And I and, bet you we had about 50 to 60 people in that house at one point. And probably could have fit double that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, I mean, I was trying to sleep and then there'd be a DJ coming in and setting up all of his equipment and, and it was just a full on fucking rager. And, it, and we're not talking about some dude with a couple car speakers or no. anything like that. We're talking about a fucking DJ with four foot tall speakers, a soundboard, <laughs> a fucking LED display. He was setting up with turntables. He got this fucking house rattling. Yeah. And 
we brought him in and we had him set up on the dance floor or the living room we'll call yeah. it <laughs> oh i fucking hated it and and uh, like the house was all it was all being redone kind of and and my bedroom didn't even have a door no, so, you had a curtain. And I just had a blanket just pinned up like that was my door was a blanket. So I'm hearing idiots that are like leaving the main floor party coming upstairs and having crying jags. And they're like, why doesn't he like me? You know, and so, so all yeah. that, all the drama and shit would be happening upstairs uh, right through my blanket. I'm hearing all of this shit. And, and it got to the point like one night I, I just fucking fucked this. I went outside and then I look up the road and there's there's a cop car sitting there. And I go up to this cop car. There was like even a fight and someone ended up like falling like on the sidewalk and shit. And the cops are seeing all of this. And I walked yep. over and I was like, hey, man, uh, I just want to put in a noise complaint. Uh, <laughs> I live in this house over here. And as you can see, like all the idiots pouring out of it. I, I have to work tomorrow and I need this shut down. And he was, he was like, well, you know, we can't really uh, do much unless there's a complaint. What, what, this is the complaint. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the complaint right here. Like, I live there. I want these people out of my house. Uh, they wouldn't help me at all. Not at all. And I ended up um, boxing up all of my prized possessions, I guess, and bringing them to the office. I kept them in the office, all my DVDs and stuff. Uh, I would pick out a few DVDs at the end of the work shift. And that's what I would bring home to watch up in my room as I'm separated from all of the fucking crazy bullshit going on in the house. And the cat, my cat, always let out. So I, I got the, the, the collar with the bell. And every once in a while, I'd be upstairs listening uh, or watching TV. And I'd hear the, the little bell jingling outside. And I'd know, oh, fuck, my, my cat's back. You know, coming in just dirty, gone all fucking day. <laughs> Looking like a fucking outdoor cat suddenly. <laughs> yeah, man. And then the last thing I, I do remember, I went downstairs and there was some chick dancing on the bar in the kitchen. I'm sexy and I know it. She had shit stains on her ass. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Oh, I thought that was blood. No, no, oh, no. Oh, my God. Because I remember that broad. She was wearing white pants. Yeah, she was wearing everything was pure white. And then you just see that fucking, yeah. She was <laughs> she was dancing, think, thinking everything's cool. Everyone's just pointing and laughing at her. Like it was, yeah. And, she and then like, her yeah. mind, everybody thought that she was looking good up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and... Uh, I remember one of the one of the guys, fuck, I forget his name, but he, he was saying that he was going to like, hey, man, if you want, like, pay me uh, this and I'll, I'll watch the door and I'll uh, make sure everything's everything's cool or whatever. Yeah, we got you a doorman. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not paying that. I remember uh, my, my grandparents came to visit, picked me up or whatever, and, and I was telling them about this goddamn horror story that I'm living in. And uh, told him uh, uh, my grandpa about the guy that's like, yeah, just pay me this and I'll watch the door. And my grandpa laughs. He's like, that's like paying Al Capone to like watch the bank. <laughs> but yeah, I was glad I got out of there. I, I, I found a, a little bachelor pad and a buddy of mine 
that helped me move, uh, he was kind of pissed at the situation. And the last thing that we grabbed was my mattress. And before we left, he was like, Mark, can I, can I like break something? I was like, what do you have in mind? And he's like, can I kick that door in? It was one of the bedroom doors. I was like, yeah, man, go for it. Oh my God. Big dude. And he just ran and drop kicked this door right off the hinges. And that was the only damage that was done in that house. We threw that mattress, the mattress on the hood of his car, each of us an arm out the window, holding it (laughs) it (laughs) on the roof and uh, couldn't drive over 30 without it lifting up. And we're like, Oh my God, slow down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fly on the road. And dude, you, you know, I had, I, I admit that I had a problem back oh, then with my... substance yeah, being yeah. booze and narcotics. And I, <laughs> I can full on admit that now. But at the time, I thought you were having a good time too. I, I had no idea of how much of a inconvenience, <laughs> no, not even an inconvenience, of <laughs> an intrusion of, into your life. I was walking to work one day and a fucking fire truck yep. flew past me. I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to my fucking house. I was on a smoke break at work and the, and the fire truck flew by. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to my house. And sure enough, it actually did yep. because fucking idiots were on the roof, jumping off the roof into the, into a tree, yelling at a neighbor and smashing his, his cordless phone. Well, um, I got, got that guy came over with a bit of an attitude, and we had the <laughs> we, we had the owner our next door in your home. Yes, sitting on his own bar stools that people stole from that from his bar. <laughs> yes. So his bar stools got stolen, and now cut to him sitting in my house on his <laughs> stolen bar stools, and he didn't even realize it. No, he didn't. And he's we can full on say he's foreign. Yes, straight quite from foreign. China. Yes. What was his name? Min. Min. And I guess he had a beef with the neighbor across the street from you. And when that neighbor came over, because he wanted to partake in the buffoonery, Min lost his cool, smashed a bottle of wine, and tried to stab him with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was right in my kitchen, was it not? Yeah, but then it got brought brought outside, and an altercation took place with the neighbor. He went home with a broken Fordless phone. Yeah. And he went home with that because somebody thought Min was offended. So just to save Min's honor, they smashed his phone or whatever. That's when the police and the fire trucks arrived. And yes, there were people on the roof as well drinking. Yeah. Because you had that window. Yeah. You had that window that led out to that beautiful little slope it, of a it, it wasn't, awning. It wasn't just sitting on the roof drinking. It was jumping off the roof into <laughs> trees. Well, maybe I'm not remembering it all correctly. <laughs> In my mind, it was a couple of gentlemen just sitting around discussing politics. Yeah, on the stoop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I got the fuck God. out of that place. And I remember right. one night there was a famous rapper from G-Unit in town. And yeah. because we knew the promoter who brought him in. We told him to bring that rapper to your house yeah. so we could have a, another rocking party. I bought eight cases of beer for that one, actually. Bohemian. Bohemian brew. <laughs> a fine bohemian brew. I remember finding a case of beer in the stove. Yeah, in it, the like oven. In the oven, yeah. Yep. I was just hiding beer, stashing it, waiting for this <laughs> fucking rapper to show up at, at this fucking crack shack. 
And that's what I, it was, man. There was nothing oh, but yeah. fucking coke and, and ecstasy. Ecstasy, and yeah. I remember going to take a urine, and I looked in the toilet, and all I could see was blue, blue snot everywhere. Because people <laughs> were taking those blue dolphin ecstasy pills, crushing them up, snorting them, and then either puking in the toilet or, or regretting their decision and blowing it out again. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't take part in any of that shit. And some of the, the most fun time I've ever had was on ecstasy, but I never took ecstasy in that house once. I did. And that was the first time it actually kicked in for me because I've taken ecstasy before, mm-hmm. before that time. I, and it didn't work on me. I remember sitting in your living room and uh, getting ready to go to the bar next door. And one of the uh, entrepreneurs that would come by your home, he had ecstasy and he said, here, take two of these. So I took one and it was took probably about 30 minutes, but I was in the bar and I went to stand up and it felt like somebody grabbed me by the face and flipped me over backwards. Like I felt like my legs kicked up in the air and i fucking did like a full backflip because <laughs> the whole world just did like this flickering it was the first time i've ever been on it and my heart starts flipping the fuck out and i start getting really thirsty and i'm, I'm looking around and the lights are all going and i'm just just a disaster and i go to the bar to the men and i say can, can i get some water and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you fuck up. You fuck up. He kept on saying to me. <laughs> he probably saw your fucking pupils the size of fucking saucers. Most likely. And he gave me a, a jug of water that you would usually fill up with beer. After probably about five minutes, it became like one of the best experiences I've ever had. Everything. I just, I calmed down. My, my anxiety from it went away. And then. Before I knew it, I was on the dance floor, baby. I was fucking <laughs> busting those moves. I was feeling that beat. So, yeah, no, we were, we started all this talking about your daughter moving out for the first time at 17. Right. And what was your first time all alone moving out away from parents? The first time was when I was 19. 18? No, I was 18. And I had a job. I just finished school, so I, I was working full-time at, at a shit call center. Actually, I shouldn't say shit. It was a shady call center. Oh. You know, we're, we're selling insurance over the phone to people in, in the United States. And we're, we're selling credit card upsales. It was all these different campaigns and stuff. Then you'd get a commission if you, if you pushed your junk the hardest. Uh-huh. And I actually made pretty decent money swindling people swindling people (laughs) that's what i'll call it now because i look at what we were doing and it was basically hoping that the people would forget to cancel the charge on their credit card for like 15 dollars at the end of the month and that's how the company was making money oh that's what they do these days with all of the subscriptions and that that you don't you lose track of yeah this was like like i said insurance i think it like one was credit card protection insurance or some shit like that but I actually had a decent experience on my first time moving out because I actually moved in with a girl I was dating at the time who was, who was responsible. So she would always make me put away this amount of money for rent, this mm-hmm. amount of money for groceries. Everything else went into the idiot fund and I ended up at your house with it. <laughs> <laughs> but you had structure. 
we we uh, lived together for I think a year and a half before I ended up having to move back in with my mom. It's a good run, and that was also because of at your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I left my house uh, or my mom's house, I I I didn't go back. That no was way. it, man. No. I left and a bunch of buddies living in, in a, in a big house first year of college, which was great. I loved that bit, but it was when it was after that year ended where all of them had to move out and they were going doing other things. And I was still living in that house and a new landlord had taken it over and said, well, Hey Mark, well, if you want, you can just stay in the house and, and keep renting and we'll fill in other roommates for you. And I was like, all right, well, why not? Maybe it'll give me a chance to meet some people. You yeah. Know? And uh, yeah, sure enough, they uh, filled up the house. One one girl, um, she didn't even speak English. It was nothing but French. Then uh, some girl uh, from Toronto. I, I, I don't even remember his name because he only wanted to be called Frenchy, but he spoke English as well. And then when he tried to speak French to the other girl who just spoke French, they spoke a different type of French. I guess oh. like different dialects and shit. Yeah, she probably was like that. Well, there's two because you got Quebecer French and then you got France French. Yeah, so it uh, yeah it didn't really jive, but I liked Frenchie. He he was good. The uh, the the chick I, I already talked about uh, what happened when I uh, ended up going going to the jail. Oh my, right! On my that Easter. was at that house. Yeah, that was the the chick in question with her her boyfriend, the Italian guy. That's where that got tied in. After I moved out again, I moved in with our friend Landry. Yes, and that was an experience. I bet that was an experience. I felt exactly how you did in your home. Really? Yeah, he's a good guy and all. But he was an idiot. He was my neighbor, too, you know. Uh, we lived in the same building on opposite ends of the hall. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, his girlfriend that he was with ended up falling asleep with a cigarette one night, and they burnt a massive hole in the uh, the mattress. And I think he ended up waking up and noticing. Yeah. It, it could have been real bad. He, he, uh, he I went the next day and looked at his mattress, and it was bad. I was like, how did this happen? He's like, it was like this size when I woke up. That's nuts. And I'm surprised he didn't have burns and shit on. Yeah. But yeah, me and him lived together in Academy. And mm -hmm. for those who don't know, Academy in our town was the epicenter of illegal narcotics and gang activity and just yeah. pure idiocy. You want to see someone beaten with a shovel? You go to Academy. You go to Yeah. Town. <laughs> yeah and i loved a town that's where i lived with my mom was in a town as well yeah two blocks away from where i moved in with chris and uh it, it was it was an experience living there with him because he would get all drunk and he would start talking with the idiots along the way <laughs> coming home and then before long he's got a parade of morons coming back to the house that are just a hair away from being hobos these people <laughs> you know <laughs> and he'd just bring some them friends that he met at the bar or, or just coming back from the store because he had to buy a pack of smokes because he's all drunk <laughs> he smoked them all and he'd bring home a parade of idiots and shit would go missing every day uh, there'd be people i remember one time i had to get go, go to work in the morning 
and I go into the kitchen and there's some idiot I don't even know with no shirt on whipping up some fucking eggs like it's his house. <laughs> Wait, so was that after uh, my crack house situation? Yeah. That's karma. Yeah, man. That's karma, baby. That is. And then we got evicted because we were having too much parties. Mm-hmm. Then we got another house and this house had a hot tub in it. We had a couple big parties and that's when he met his girlfriend. So before long, it was probably like three months, this bitch is moving in and this bitch is thinking that she can make up rules all of a sudden. <laughs> is she telling you shit? Oh yeah. Trying to tell me shit. Telling me, oh, you got to keep down. Chris has to work in the morning. What? I have to keep it down. That's not how it works around here. When you start chipping in some dollars or cents to this rent, then maybe you can start your bitching. But until then, (laughs) you are his guest. That's it. (laughs) But yeah, so we lived the three of us together for maybe another year and a half before uh, we went our separate ways. Uh. Him and her got a house together. She turned into like this raging junkie and really fucked up a lot of shit for him. And it's terrible seeing people go down the junkie path, man. Yeah, man. They, they start off as good people, awesome people. And then you could just totally see this, this steady de-evolution of the human side of the person. It just, until they become like an empty husk. Yeah. It's just awful watching people go through that. Well, and, and a lot of the people are still good people, but I can't trust what the drug no. is doing or, or not having that drug. I can't trust like, oh, you know, that's when people are stealing shit from you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I am so happy I got away from that entire scene because I couldn't picture my life being a productive citizen and partying like that. <laughs> you know? Like that's because like we that. went crazy, though, when we partied. Like, it was... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was, like, pure insanity and just a, a non-stop drinks. Yeah, like, they would go bad if, you, if they were in the fridge for too long. Yeah. They would go bad, so we had to drink it all. <laughs> And, and then go to the bootlegger yeah and have and to drink it all <laughs> ridiculous prices i mean jesus yeah and then all of a sudden we're drinking fucking malt liquor like old Englishes. The old english <laughs> <laughs> why because they were cheap it and was they a cheap a punch and yet it was a it was a big bottle <laughs> oh my god those days I think back to them sometimes and I laugh about some of the situations that would occur or Yeah, like me and you sleepwalking in the night and Oh my like, god. It was like stepbrothers, like the, the evidence the next morning. It was yeah. like what pillows the... piled up by the back door, yeah. uh, a trail of leaves coming through the front door and going to the couch. There was a Urination. pillow in the oven. But... Pillow in the oven and two beds were urinated in. Yeah. And then I, I guess, slept walked from the living room and broke Tyler's bed. Yeah. Fucking... In a toddler's bed. It was, yeah, he was a toddler. And I, I just curled up on that. But that was like the first night in that new house. That was like, all right, like all moved in. Let's have a nice little housewarming party. Yeah. And I guess we just got lost when we were going to the bathroom and, <laughs> yeah. in the new surroundings. And I, I, I could, I can't explain with everything that happened that next, the next morning after waking up and 
It was like, what? Why is everything the way it is right now? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking mind boggling. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to put into words the feeling that you get when you don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. you see the evidence of it all happened yeah. around but, you. <laughs> but have no idea the context as to like, how did this, like, what prompted anyone? to do this or put that yeah. in the fridge or put this in the oven or yeah, you know, why did a pillow have to go in the oven why did someone piss by the back door and why did someone <laughs> piss on the couch why did someone... <laughs> who's been sleeping in this bed yeah <laughs> man that was crazy times fucking what a wonderful property i had out there though eh? beautiful jesus yeah, we, we took that for granted oh yeah too but too much i we fucking we should have been I sitting wish. out on the on that fucking lawn looking at that view with a cup of coffee like gentlemen yeah not complete and utter buffoons yeah instead we're passed out on the lawn doing keg stands in the yeah. backyard for my birthday remember yeah. that yeah oh fuck I, I i biffed hard on the first yep. keg stand it was like oh yeah i forgot i have to lock my arms when i'm upside <laughs> down <laughs> i was already drunk and legs went up and then i just fucking torpedoed down to the ground right back down yeah <laughs> yeah that was a fun night though even your other place that you were living out, it was kind of in the country. Yeah. You know, where you don't have the, the neighbors and, and it's it's dark. And, and so you can actually like see the stars. and Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You'd have big bonfires back there. It was yeah. a nice time. Sure, yeah. yeah. I want to get a house like somewhere not too far outside of town. Close enough where it's not an inconvenience. If Because I mean, uh, plus I'm on call and shit. It would suck if I had to commute. Every time there was a stupid emergency, yeah, you know, or or it, a lot of the times it's not even an emergency. I get there and it's something ridiculous, and it was a waste of time and could have been done over the phone. Dude so, forgot to fucking plug in his respirator. Yeah, well, no, respirator. I've I've gone into people's homes and it was like, oh, I'm not getting any air. It's because they don't have the nose cannulas on their face. It's not oh, even yeah. it's not even in their nose. Like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize. You know, I thought I, guess, I just had to sit in the room with it. Yeah. I was just like, why am I not getting oxygen? I'm feeling dizzy. Yeah, but eventually I would love to be somewhere in the outskirts of town, rural kind of area, and and just have the the whole peace and quiet. And... Yeah, having the peace and quiet in the room to do your peace and quiet mm-hmm. is, is a must-have. Yeah. I want to have a fire have. pit. And, and I, I don't like having, you know, I've, I've gone to people's houses in their backyard when, you know, you're surrounded by other backyards. And, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't care for that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Back to my daughter there. Mm-hmm. I just hope that this is a learning experience. Is she excited? She's very excited. Mm, very okay. excited. And I'm excited for her, too, because I know that she's going to learn a lot of responsibility. And yeah. she's also going to understand the value of money yeah, really fast. Very because fast. As, it stands, as it stands, you know, I, I get asked to drive here, drive there. And, and gas is the most ridiculous prices right now up here. Mm-hmm. And th- that's just a small factor. And then when we go to the store, because food is the, skyrocketing. Yeah. The kids want a snack. That's $50 just for going to the goddamn store (laughs) and getting the kids each one thing that they like or want or whatnot. It becomes like 50 bucks. 
So when she learns that and to clean up after herself, not just have her dinner, put it on the counter, not even plate scraped or any bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's going to learn. You got to do that shit. You, you going to be doing Popeye? Or like a pop-in? Nah. No, I don't think I'll do that. Because You're not going to come by for a other. visit, drop off a coffee for her and the roommates? Maybe, yeah. Well, I'm going to, we're going to, definitely, I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, I've got to take a peek. Make sure that's not some dude living in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just some 30-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'm yeah, the landlord. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's going to do fine. And uh, old Uncle Porcus is right up the road if she ever yeah. needed anything. I could be there in fucking 18 seconds. Yep. Yeah, dude. You're literally a block away from her. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a good learning experience for her. Oh, she's going to learn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's going to realize the world is a lot different than what she thinks it is right you now. Is she gonna? <laughs> does she want to go to like college or just go into? She's taking. A, she's going to take a year off because this is her final year for high school. After yeah. this, she's taking some time off. She's just going to work. All right. I think she's going to buy herself a vehicle, and whatever happens, then you know, I want her to go to college, but at the same time, I'm not going to make her go in a hundred thousand dollars in debt to do something that she doesn't even want to do yeah hell no no everyone should have that little break and, and then maybe figure out you know what path you want to take well, rather, exactly. than, rather than that quick transition right from high school to college that's absurd how does anyone at that age know what they want to do for the rest of their life they don't they uh, don't and right. that's what these schools fucking prey upon them for because they don't know but they're going to fucking pay that tuition anyway. Yeah. Student loans and shit. They, they don't go anywhere. If you don't pay them, they follow you for the rest of your life. Yep. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. We won't give a kid a $1,000 credit card until they're 19, but we'll let them incur $50,000 of student yeah. debt at that age. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like, you know, this is my third attempt to see if this course is what I want to do. Yeah. See, I'm glad that I don't have kids. I I mean, just this moment with having the kid move away, especially if it's a daughter, I'd feel like so much, like, I don't know. I think I'd feel a lot better if it was a son moving out than than a daughter. I don't know what it is. Is that that sexist? No, it's just being a good father. You're protective. Uh, You got that good father instinct in you. That's what that is. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly how I feel. She's a good kid and I don't want to see her fucking anything up at the same time. I got to let her learn from her own mistakes, but I am going to intervene when I notice or if I see something that should be called out. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I'm going to give her space. I'm going to let her learn. I'm going to let her learn what life is all about. Yeah. Well, it's great that she's already working at 17. Not a lot of kids uh, get jobs. Until... Yeah, she's got the willingness to work. You know, she's yeah. doing really good at her job. She's probably going to be in uh, the manager there soon. Fuck, that's one thing I wish I did was actually like save my money. I had a full time job when I was twelve years old, paid under the table until I was old enough to get a paycheck. <laughs> shit, if I would have saved all that money rather than spend it on absolute shit. Yeah, man, so much money wasted over the years with me too. Yeah, could have had properties. 
all that. It's not too late. You could still do it, but I mean, everything's fucking through the roof. Yeah, it's quite the price difference now than everything was fucking 15, 25 years ago. Shit, yeah. But yeah, there's four of them, and I think there's only three bedrooms. So one kid's going to be sleeping in the living room, and I, I bet <laughs> you that's the kid that's going to flip out first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one that's just going to like not do the dishes. and Revolt. Yeah, fuck you. Leaving a big shit in the toilet, not flushing. Yeah, I remember I came home from work one day when I was uh, first year I was living on my own. And because I was working uh, midnights, I'd be sleeping during the day and it was bright and, and there's a lot of people in the house and it was tough to sleep. And, and one day I came home and I found that they took my all of my stuff from my bedroom upstairs. They took it downstairs and there was like this huge area underneath the stairs. It was totally dark and they duplicated my room upstairs to underneath these stairs. And it was like a little dungeon that was super quiet and dark. And I was able to sleep like in the daytime. That's a courteous roommate. That, that was very courteous. They, they they thought it was like a fucking joke and like, aha, we got you or whatever. But I'm like, no, man, I'm staying. Like, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, the best sleep today. <laughs> I remember one time when I lived with one of my friends, I uh, woke up in the middle of the night when he was coming home, and he told me that I have to be quiet in my room because he had a prostitute with him. He <laughs> <laughs> just flat out said, I have a prostitute with me, not just, like, I got a girl? Nope. He said that he has a whore with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember I coughed and I heard her. You said that there's nobody here. Who's that? And she got like all paranoid and everything. And then he came in the room and he, he tells me again, you got to be quiet, man. She's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to charge me more for having someone. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to charge me for a threesome. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. Fucking Landry. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, before we sign out here, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Anybody you want to say good job or any business? Yeah, local business absolutely. I do. To? I want to say shout out. Good job to Jason Kerrigan for leaving his microphone at home. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologize for any kind of audio issues that may have come up during this episode of the broken home podcast very true very true i'm at yeah. work right now and i usually have a headset with me and i bring it with me when i come to work to do recording and i left out of home this time around so i'm just speaking into my ipad right now mm -hmm. and i hope that it uh comes through clear for you guys it won't but no no, no. <laughs> it'll be fine it'll we'll, we'll salvage something yeah absolutely um as for me I just want to say uh, I'm thinking about all the people over in the Ukraine right now and in Russia who are both going to suffer for what's taking place right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is uh, what was it, the largest land battle uh, since World War II. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. And, and... The world's fucked. Yeah. And... Weak men cause hard times. Yeah. And hard times create hard men. Hard men create weak people and then weak people create hard times <laughs> the cycle <laughs> continues yeah uh, thanks for coming in checking out episode nine we'll talk to you later